0: Just go to omahasteaks.com and use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout for an additional discount when you shop gourmet gift packages for Father's Day. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless variety, and endless value. Truly, they have perfected more than just steak. Your dad is guaranteed to love every bite. Go to omahasteaks.com Use the promo code BLUEWIRE to get an exclusive savings. Shop for unforgettable gifts that are guaranteed to make Dad's Day. Because if there's one thing that Omaha Steaks knows, it's the Dad's Want Steak. That's OmahaSteaks.com promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to save on exclusive packages starting at just $89.
2: Everyone, welcome to the roto Grinders Morning Ground Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday, it's June 30th, it's 2021, and we have 10 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. Joined by my good buddy, Will, Chief Justice 06. What's happening, my friend?
3: Nothing much, man. Uh, Excited to come on with you. Another baseball slate. Uh, You know, it, it should be fun. A lot of games, a lot more games. I'm just excited ready ready to kick baseball's butt
2: yep ready to talk some baseball a lot to get through here with 10 games and um i mean it's fun because it's like you look at the slate and you're like all right well it drops off <laughs> so much um as far as like pitching goes you know once we get past the top few options and we'll talk about that as we're going here let's get started we got miami at philly no total in this game we have Nola against Holloway. Um, any interest here in Jordan Holloway? No. Yeah, I mean, he got sent back down. He's back up because Cody Petit hurt his knee. Maybe eighty pitches here. He's forty-four hundred. You could do a lot of a lot of things with a forty-four hundred dollar pitcher on a ten game slate. So, I mean, if you're punting, sure, why not take a shot? Aaron Nola on the other side of this game, I think he's the top pitcher on the slate, Will, coming off of his best start, one of his best starts of the season, 12 strikeouts against the Mets and gets the Marlins here. What's your thoughts on Nola?
3: Yeah, I do like Nola. You know, we talked about the fact that it's going to drop off really fast. And, I mean, I think, you know, in terms of, you know, skills, clearly I feel like he's number one in terms of skills. Maybe maybe Otani has the skills but just doesn't have the full range of development. But uh, I'm with you. Uh, I like Nola. I, I do like Bass as well, of course, just because of the matchup. But Nola, clearly top 1A, 1B for me, Bassett Nola.
2: Yeah, the thing is, too, it's not like they can go, like, super left-handed heavy to, to attack Nola. Um, so that's going to be the advantage that Aaron Nola is going to have in this spot. Uh, any Marlins bats that you like in this one?
3: Not particularly. I mean, like you talked about, I mean – if so, it would just be one-offs, and so I'm I'm not really thrilled about trying to attack attack him here. So I, I definitely think it's going to be a, fa- a fade. I'm not afraid of Jesus Sanchez, and Jazz has played fantastic overall, but I'm still not afraid of him. The K rate's still still up there.
2: Yeah, I mean I'm with you on this one. I don't really have a lot of interest in the Marlins. Um, Jazz is 3500. He's second base eligible. If you're playing anybody, it's probably him. On the Philly side, I mean, this stack could be really interesting because Real Muto is now $4,300. you are still paying up for Hoskins and Harper. But, I mean, even if you're going like McCutcheon and Bohm and even maybe like a Brad Miller or something, this stack is actually kind of cheap. I don't know if I full five-man stack it, but, I mean, a three- or four-man stack here, it, it makes sense. It's just it's not my favorite, but you might get a lot of Miami bullpen here.
3: Yeah, for sure. And I think that's definitely the approach to take, um, you know, Odubo-Haraes, 34, Jitsa grew up. You've got enough cheap pieces, I think, to really make this thing work. So uh, full steam ahead for the Marlins, I mean, for the Phillies to me today at home. If the weather's good, I mean, that's only going to help them.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a good ballpark. Moving on, we got the Angels and the Yankees. Nine and a half total. Yankees a one thirty favorite here. Otani and Herman. Um, any interest in Otani?
3: Um, man, the way the Yankees have been playing feels like it should scare me. Um, you know, but I, I do feel like Otani has enough stuff to help get us there. I do like him in the eighty seven hundred dollar range. So I, I'm on board with Otani just because I know he's got the K stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you could only get his batting stats, because then he would just be a <laughs> lock, eighty five hundred at pitching here, um, or eighty seven hundred. I think he has a ton of upside in this spot. So if you want to attack the upside, take a shot. I have no problem with that. Um, Herman on the other side. I mean, it's not like the Angels lineup is amazing, but he's been pitching really bad here recently. I mean, there is the DH and they might let Otani hit and they might not. If Otani is not hitting in this game and he's just pitching and they've let him hit a lot in this scenario, this season, um, then I would have way more interest in Herman, but overall 8,500 for a guy that's been struggling. It's, it's tough to, to love it.
3: Yeah. Same here. I think he's definitely going to be uh, someone I'm not interested in, in this range. Um, you know, I, I feel like I'd almost rather play Peterson against Atlanta, um, uh, versus Herman for the price difference, so I'm with you. Herman is definitely a guy I'm going to pass on. Hasn't really had it together lately, and I think the price will definitely keep me off of him. Um,
2: bats in this game. I mean, the Angels. Otani's the best bat, and you can't even play him with Trout out. Otani's the best lineup hitter in this lineup. So, I think if I'm playing anybody from the Angels, it's probably like a Jared Walsh or Anthony Rendon one-off type of play, but. I'm not going out of my way to stack the Angels on the slate.
3: Yeah, same here. Um, man, not being able to play play Ohtani on the batting side does kind of pull you back a little bit. But because Herbine's been so bad, I, I think I'm willing to take pieces. Like Fletcher at 27, I talk about him just because you know, he's a guy that's going to make good contact. Rendon at 4,200 is just really getting too cheap. So I think these top three bats are, are really good. Fletcher, Rendon, Walsh, I, I, I like that combination.
2: As far as the Yankees go, I mean, you could target some power bats against Otani. He does give up home runs. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Yankees? <sighs>
3: Yeah, I'm with you. I I think just power. I'm I'm always going to be interested when when we're getting some cheap Yankee bats. I know Torres is at the bottom at 37. Maybe Geo's back in the lineup. We'll see. Um but uh I I, I definitely like, you know, the these cheaper power bats. I don't really want to pay up for Judge or Sanchez or Stanton today or LeMahieu. I think I'd just rather stick, you know, void uh, Glaber, stuff like that. I, I don't want to spend up too much for the Yanks. But they have been just really putting on the runs here recently.
2: Uh, Seattle at Toronto. It sounds like it's going to be Sheffield against Stephen Matz. It's a 10.5 total. Toronto's a 195 favorite. Do you have any interest here in Sheffield? No. I mean there's been plenty of times um that I have used left-handed pitching against Toronto but I don't think this is one of those times. Um <laughs> I think it's a it's a tough ass for Sheffield to go out and pitch well in this game. Um I mean anything can happen at the end of the day anything can happen but you know you look at Sheffield's numbers on the season low strikeout guy to both lefties and righties gives up a lot more power to righties and they're going to fill this lineup with with right-handed bats. There might only be like one or two lefties in here. So tough ass for Sheffield. The other side, Steven Matz, he's 8,100 going up against Seattle. They already said like he's going to be on a pitch count here. Yeah. Um, like, and his bullpen session was only like 60 pitches last Thursday. I would be shocked if he goes over like 75 here
3: yeah i I can't plan for that reason like you said they've explicitly given us the information letting us know that max is on pitch count can't touch it
2: yeah um i don't really have any interest in the seattle bats though i I think if you're playing anybody maybe mitch hanniger in this spot would be the guy i would look at um at 4700 though he's kind of expensive for a one-off
3: yeah, I mean, I'm with you, um, you know, even at – and Max has been a guy that hasn't – he doesn't really get blown up too much. So, you know, my anticipation is maybe he goes four innings, maybe five, you know. I think four. I think four is kind of, you know, his his range, three to four. And um, then we get some, some good bullpen action from the Toronto Blue Jays. So, I'm with you. I don't, I don't really want to buy into the Mariners too much.
2: Uh, Toronto, I mean – this is a stack that I really liked yesterday. Talked about them a lot. They ended up scoring, I think, like nine runs. Like Marcus Simeon had a, a monster game. I think he had like four or five RBIs. Um, Pachette had a really good game. And then, like, the guys you wanted to have good games had mediocre games. Like Vlad. <laughs> mediocre game for Vlad. Two hits. <laughs> a run run scored. A walk. Like, just a mediocre game. Um, yeah. I mean, this is a good spot to go right back to the well in Toronto.
3: Yeah, for sure. The, the only, man, the only caution with Toronto today is, who you got to pay for the top of this lineup. Simeon, 56. Bo 58. Vlad, 59. T. Oscar, 49. Springer, 46. Gritchuk 42. That's getting down to six hole. 7, 8, 9, 37. 3K, 3,500. Like, if, if you want the main pieces, you have to pay and now, now we might be getting back into a 4K picture range, <laughs> if we want to get really creative and do something like that. So, that's the only thing that's that's probably going to keep me off of the Blue Jays completely. I think you can only play one, maybe two of these big bats or or more expensive bats, and then I probably just take Springer over Tioscar, and, and maybe that's how I get there, and maybe have a little one, three, five, seven action or like some three, four, five, seven action or four, five, six. Well, if you get four, five, six, seven, then now, you know, you're not playing in the 5k back. So that's where I'm with Toronto. Love them. Top of the order. Very expensive.
2: Listen, if you're stacking Toronto and you don't play Vlad, you're making a mistake. Um, He's just so good. <laughs> Yeah. San Diego at Cincinnati this is one of those games that we're gonna to have to watch the weather but it does have a massive total here at 10 San Diego's a 154 favorite Joe Musgrove against Vladimir Gutierrez um, any interest here in Musgrove
3: uh no N- no interest in Musgrove currently just because of the ballpark even if it rains if the weather's good I-, I don't hate Musgrove don't get me wrong but at 9200. I, I still think the Reds can, can can get to him here in this ballpark. So I, I think it's going to be a pass for me, even though he's one of our better pitchers.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't mind Musgrove in this spot. It's just a tough matchup. So I wish he was priced a little bit for the matchup. I wish he was a little bit cheaper here. Um, if he was a little bit cheaper, I think I would have a little bit more interest in him, but I mean, this is kind of right around the price he's been. And you know, he ha- he's only had two games over 20 fantasy points. So. Um, I think he pitches well I don't think he pays off this price tag yeah Um, Giannis hyper extended his knee by the way out oh, yeah. uh, for the remainder of the game so there you go
3: yeah I, I saw it so I-, I knew it was out like just crazy play
2: I knew we were chatting about it before um, any interest here in Gutierrez
3: no definitely not
2: oh man all right I don't think it's crazy to play Gutierrez here under two circumstances one you just want to get different on a tournament and play somebody that's nobody's going to play and two it's an extreme pitchers umpire I don't have the umpires list but I want to see if Gutierrez gets an extreme pitchers umpire he struggles a little bit with command if that can help a little bit also the Cincinnati Reds they are using the bullpen on Tuesday So Gutierrez might have like that 110 leash type of, you know, outing here instead of like 90, if he's pitching well, if he's not pitching well, you're not getting there for fantasy anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, If he is pitching well and he gets there, I mean, you know, you never know what's going to happen. So listen, it's a large field tournament thing. You're probably not playing him on most teams here. I'm just pointing out why it makes a little sense um, to not instantly write him off. Let's talk uh, bats here in San Diego. You know, with all that said, Tatis is really good at hitting baseballs, and he hits them very hard and very far. What's your thoughts on the Padres here?
3: Love the Padres, uh, you know, Hosmer, uh, uh, Cronenworth. Just some of the secondary pieces I really like, just because, I, you know, clearly we know to – to play these other guys. And Cronenworth is more Machado right now. I got a feeling maybe he's a little bit uh, lower on than some of these other guys. Same scenario as Toronto. If you want to play these guys, you have to spend up. Uh, the top of this order is loaded with pricing. Top four, all over 5K, with Tatis at a whopping 6,200. Hosmer at 49. We're not really getting a discount uh, outside of Will Myers and Victor. Caratini, if those guys both correct the lineup, which I think they will, very expensive stack, Stevie. This is also going to run us into a, what I what I consider to be maybe a Nola lower mid tier pitcher or uh, or, uh, or Bassett lower mid tier. That's what it's looking like to me. If you want those stacks.
2: yeah, I mean the pricing on San Diego just is high. Mm-hmm. I don't play 150 teams, so I don't think I get there in this spot on the Padres, but I completely understand why you would stack them. Um, But, yeah, on the Cincinnati side of things, I mean, Musgrove is a really solid pitcher. So, I mean, here's the thing, too, right? Like, Stamen started and threw two innings. Ramirez came in and threw two innings and they've kind of been using the bullpen a lot as well. We're through five innings and they've used four guys on the, on the Padres side of things right now um, as we're recording this. So, I mean, Musgrove, if he gets into trouble, like if your stack is working, then it could be huge. But I mean, he's just not a guy that typically gives up a lot of power to either side of the plate. He has good strikeout stuff. He doesn't walk people. It's really, like, I get why some people would take shots on Cincinnati here, but Nick Castellanos was 4K yesterday. He's 5,200 today. Um, That's a huge difference. So, Dude. I mean, I'm probably, like, I think the bats in this game are fine, but I don't see myself ending up on the bats in this game.
3: Yeah, yeah, same thing. Cincinnati's expensive. I think, you know, when I'm looking at them, purely contrarian play yet again. But, you know, all in all, it seems like all the teams we've talked about, the top of the order is really – Really up there. So I'm with you.
2: All right. Moving on. We got Kansas City at Boston. This is another game you're going to be paying attention to the weather. Um, you know, it's the night before, so it's really tough to say, but this is one of those games. Uh, it's Mike Minor against Martin Perez, ten and a half total. Boston's a 160 favorite. Any interest here in minor?
3: I do have slight interest in minor. I know Boston has been playing really well. I do think minor is, you know, one of those guys we, we probably consider on this slate because of the price. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, he's the the best pitcher on this slate, but at 8,900, you know, maybe you're trying to get away from uh, both upper tier pitchers and maybe you want to have, you know, like a minor, um, Uh, Otani combo or something like that. Two guys that you feel like can go out and get you some Ks. So I I don't hate Miner on this slate. Um, While I do think Bastin and Nola are, you know, probably the two best pitchers and maybe possibly the best spots, I'm willing to roll the dice on Miner and GPPs for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get why you would have interest in Miner here. I mean, I I think, obviously, I think there's going to be some weather here. And I just think the Red Sox, like, this This lineup's actually been hitting the ball pretty well. And Mike Miner, you know, when he struggles, it's more with righties. And they're going to throw a bunch of righties at him here. So, And the Red Sox don't strike out at a high clip against left-handed pitching. So, I get why. Like, once you get past, like, the first two guys, you could play any of these guys and just kind of hope it works out.
3: It is rough.
2: Um, Perez on the other side, I mean, he's facing Kansas City, but he's just not great. (laughs) Like, he's a low strikeout guy, very good against lefties, kind of pitch to contact, try not to get blown up type of pitcher. And, I mean, yeah, I don't want that in Fenway against against a team with a little bit of power. He just pitched against this team, only allowed one earned run on five innings. Um, he generated 11 ground balls against this team. And, I mean, it makes perfectly good sense because it's not like this team's a big high fly ball hitting team. So what's your thoughts here on Perez?
3: Um, I mean, he's 6,500. We need salary relief. Play him and pray. Those are my thoughts on Perez.
2: Yeah, I think I'd rather stack against him. <laughs> Just saying. I think I'd rather stack against him. Um, All right, let's talk Kansas City bats. I mean, Whit Merrifield's expensive. Perez is kind of expensive. But after that, Solaire is 3,500. I know he's having a crappy season. Hunter Dozier's 3K. Um, If Alberto's in there, he's always been better against left-handed pitching. Gutierrez is someone that could potentially be in the lineup here, and he's 2,700. I mean, there's some cheap bats here when it comes to this team.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, you talked about it, with I mean, going. he's been cheap all season because he had not hit the ball particularly well. Hunter Dozier, Michael T- Michael Taylor might crack the lineup in the bottom of the order. Uh, I don't even hate him in this spot. Like this, you know, th- this is one of the guys where it's like, okay, let's go ahead and, and play him today at 2,300 against a guy that, that's, you know, had some struggles. So, that's kind of where I am with Kansas City, man. You know, up and down this line, if you can get some of these cheap righties uh, and they have a field day, you're going to be sitting pretty.
2: Boston bats. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is a good spot for Boston. Xander Bogarts, um, you know, Kiki Hernandez probably batting leadoff here. Uh, what's your thoughts here on Boston?
3: Yeah, man, I'm just – I'm not as interested in Boston as usual just because I do – I like minor, Like, you know, and this season, you know, it hasn't been spectacular. I'm not saying he's having some crazy season. But, I mean, he's still got a 25.1% K rate. Boston isn't striking out. Like, I, I totally understand what's happening. But, man, it's just – I feel like if I'm rolling with minor today, I may want to take a slight fade on Boston. I respect, I think I respect minor enough on this particular slate to not want to stack them too much.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I kind of, I don't know if I really want to play like one offs. I kind of want to stack them. Um, I think that's how I would approach playing Boston here. I do think they're in play as long as the weather kind of holds off in this game. um, We'll see. Uh moving on, we got the Mets and the Braves here in this one. Peterson against Freed, eight and a half total. Atlanta's a 150 favorite. Um, what's your thoughts here on Peterson?
3: I look, he's another guy that I think is in play. I think you're gonna you're gonna hear a theme today of me just considering some of these cheaper guys that, that can get some scores. Like, I don't think Peterson's the worst pitcher on the slate. You know, I'm not saying he's the best, but for that price, you know, being able to, to pair him with one of the other guys like that, I I, I think that could work today. You know, if you look at his numbers on the season, 24.4% K rate for 4.02 X fit. I, I think he's in play on the slate and I, I like the Braves, but I'm not afraid to take a shot on him today at GP's the, the pitching slate's awful.
2: Yeah, I mean I like Freed more than Peterson, but I could see why you'd play Peterson here. I mean, like again, you're just you're taking shots on really any of these guys. Um, I could also see Peterson getting absolutely shelled in this spot. So <laughs> I mean the range of outcomes are high. But I mean, Max Freed, he had a blister. They said it's fully healed. I expect him to pitch his like normal nineties plus pitches here. I mean, this is a great matchup. It's the Mets, and like this lineup is really weak, and like it's gotten healthy, but the bats that have gotten healthier are lefties. And I mean, if you if he can get around like Pete Alonso and James McCann of all people, like he should have a really strong outing here. And it's not like Freed usually gets blown up. So, I mean, I like Max Freed a lot here at 8,300. Like, I'm considering him as, like, my SP2.
3: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I like Freed as well. And he's another one in that 8K range. He's 8,300. And that's what I'm saying. You know, you pull a couple guys in this 8,300 range, maybe you can squeeze in, you know, one extra bat that that takes you over the top. So, I actually don't mind playing these guys against each other in this game. Um just because of just how the pitching slate is breaking out today.
2: Um, Mets bats. I mean, Pete Alonso it, as a one off is fine. It, it's just he's so expensive as a one off, especially at first base. That when do you ever really end up there? Um, but I mean, he's probably the only guy that I'd play in the spot.
3: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I don't see. I don't see anything else that you know we need to get too excited about
2: and then as far as atlanta goes they're so expensive that if you're playing atlanta here you're probably trying to stack them um and i know we've said that about a few stacks and teams today but it's just kind of how this slate sets up the pricing on this slate especially on DraftKings, i haven't looked at fanduel pricing you might be able to get away a little bit more with like three three type of stacks or you know four two two or however you want to do fanduel but i mean i think when you're looking at atlanta with these prices I mean, Riley and Riley's price is nice, and if like Smith catches, he's kind of cheap. Almonte is thirty four hundred, but I mean, like, you're not stacking Atlanta without Albie's Freeman and Acuna, they're all over five k.
3: Yeah, man, that's the story on DK today. For the most part, all these, all these good teams, man, the big bats are, are up there. We're gonna see something similar as we keep for uh, for our Good Buddies Day. So we'll get there when we get there. But the pricing today is so awkward. And there's not enough pitching. It's You're going to have to get very creative, I think, at pitching today to be able to play some of these stacks. And you might not like the pitching.
2: It's always fun. I mean, the slates. I mean, you get to play fantasy every day. It's always fun. Minnesota... At Chicago taking on the White Sox nine total. White Sox a 133 favorite here. Uh Bailey Ober against Dylan sees Um, any interest here in Ober?
3: Nope.
2: Yeah, I don't like he had a good outing against Houston or um against Seattle. Um, I know I know some like scouts really um really like this guy. I mean He's 50. Okay, maybe I maybe we shouldn't. Well, maybe we shouldn't have like just wrote him off so fast just because I, of like I the, am
3: not doing it against the White Sox. That's, come that's on.
2: He's a righty with a really good changeup. Like all the scouts like his changeup a lot. All right, let's look at I got to pull up the White Sox stats against changeups. This is going to make my <laughs> argument or break my argument right here. Chicago White Sox um changeups. You want to get, are you looking or do you want to guess?
3: I'm not, I'm going to guess. You maybe. want me to guess like maybe kind of total K rate?
2: Yeah. I, I you know, sure. Mm, 22%. It's higher than that. It's almost 30%. I mean, oh. really low contact rates. Um, yeah. I mean, the sample sizes aren't great, but it's enough of a sample size to get an idea. Um, you know, the guy you're worried about is a brave. Um, And like, that's the guy you're worried about anyway. I don't know. I don't hate it. I, re- I really don't. Um, he pitched against the white Sox already and kind of got shelled. So uh, everything really is, you know, this guy could get easily shelled. He's 5,700. It's just, it really just comes back down to, man, you could take some shots on a cheap pitcher today because all these guys, you're just kind of hoping for like 15 fantasy points. And if any of these cheap guys get 15, they make a ton of sense. Uh, Dylan C's on the other side of this game. You ever watch him throw a disc? This dude can launch a disc off disc. Um, any interest? I, I, I'm biased. I can't. I can't talk about. It. You got to tell me. Are we looking at Dylan C's
3: here? I feel like he's on the list, man. Uh, it, it, it's the slate. I mean, Minnesota. And when I looked at this earlier, you know, Minnesota really isn't striking out a ton especially with the lineup that they rolled out today. And so I'm assuming it's going to be fairly similar, but I do think Cease has enough upside for us to take shots. And that's kind of what I'm doing today. Like I'm going to avoid anybody. That's just, you know, in the mid range. I'm like, no, I'm not playing, but Cease is overpriced for this slate. But at the same time at 9,700, he, he could be one of the, one of the highest upside or better pitchers here. So I, I'm playing him. He, he's on the list. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. um Minnesota bats. Like this is the thing about like C's. The thing that I, okay, the thing that I like about C's here is he's going to be the lowest owned in this range over nine k. Maybe mm-hmm. Musgrove, but I mean I think everybody will play Nola Bassett Garcia before they play Dylan C's yeah and like i mean yeah um any interest here in the minnesota bats
3: not really i I like cease more than the bats i think i'm gonna gonna avoid those guys today and and roll it from there
2: yeah uh, i don't have a ton of interest here um i mean kepler's price is, is is nice um Dylan just doesn't give up a lot of power to either side of the plate. So, I mean, Curloff and Kepler's prices are under 4K, and that's nice, but I don't see myself ending up there. Um, as far as the White Sox, anything standing out to you for the White Sox?
3: I, I just think this team is a, is a stacker fade. Now, I know I know you brought up the changeup, Um
2: it's one pitch though that's it it's yeah. one pitch and, and, you still got to throw, throw other say. pitches he can't go out and throw 100 <laughs> pitches and throw 95 change-ups and the rest yeah. of his pitches are not great so he's young and he's not there yet and you know we talk about these types of pitchers all the time And the state of baseball right now this is the time of year we we start getting these young guys for teams to look at them um so i mean that's what you're you're kind of seeing here
3: yeah for sure um I like the White Sox. As of right now, they're one of my favorite stacks on the day. And, you know, they've got enough – a good mix of cheap and uh, not overly expensive, like nobody's over 5K now. Um, So I I like them. Currently, they're probably my favorite stack, currently.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're cheap. That's kind of what makes them playable, especially if, like, Moncada doesn't play again in this spot. Yeah. You're gonna get like Collins batting like fifth or sixth, and he is like really cheap. Um, I don't know, we'll we'll see what kind of plays out here, but I mean Goodwin is cheap. You can get a Brayu and, and Grendel so easily that you might not even end up on Collins because the rest of the stack, you know, is is really doable here for Chicago. So yeah. I mean, you're going to have to see what the lineup looks like. Um, but I mean, like, the thing that stinks is, like, Gavin Sheets. Um, and, 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 like, he's 2K, but he's first base. And you're playing a Abreu if you're stacking the White Sox.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely playing a Abreu. No question about it.
2: Um, Moving on, we got Baltimore at Houston. Uh, nine and a half total. Houston's a 320 favorite. Still kind of tilting about this whole series for Houston. Um
3: <laughs> went to Baltimore I mean, and just lit it on fire now. they can't score a run, huh?
2: I know it's just crazy, but anyway. Um Harvey against Garcia. We're not playing Matt Harvey, right? Like that that let's just move on through no, that. We're not playing Harvey. He's no the Matt worst, Harvey. yeah. He's the he's the worst pitcher in this range. I'd play the young kid before I'd play him. Uh, Luis Garcia on the other side of this game, huge favorite, 9,900. I mean, he's okay. I don't like him as much as the two guys right above him. I don't probably end up playing him here. But, I mean, I definitely will always look at ownership to see if there's anything that stands out ownership-wise.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't like the price on Garcia. Even I mean, I think he could be okay. It's just a slate, like I think if I end up with like a Garcia, you know, uh, cease combo, I, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, but at that point, I feel like I'd just rather spend the extra money and get up to Nolo. So I do th- I think he's in play, but I, I don't feel good about it. Ah,
2: <sighs> yeah, yep, I mean, that's he, how I
3: feel about it. That, yeah, that's the sound,
2: I wouldn't talk anybody off of playing Garcia here. He's going to get 90 plus pitches here. He's going to have a lead. He's going to be able to attack batters. He could easily have like a, a solid outing, but I mean, I don't know. And, and like your Kydy left the game so early on Tuesday that like Houston might let him get like his leash might be, able be a little bit longer here just because like they used so much bullpen on Tuesday. That's somewhat appealing. Um yeah. I mean, I don't hate it. I, I really don't. Uh if he's gonna be like the low-owned guy in this group, then I mean that's where you're interested. But if he's gonna be right up there, it's you know, we'll see. Um all right, let's talk bats here. Baltimore, anything standing out to you?
3: I mean, I hate, I hate to keep making that sound, Stevie. It's just, it's a tough, it, this is a tough slate. Probably one of the most tough slates we've had all year, in my opinion. Um, Garcia's got the case stuff, but the X flip is there. A uh, little bit worse to lefty. So I'm probably in on Mullin some, like, you know, because Mullin's had a pretty good season so far. Uh, contact rate on this fastball is around 73%, but I think I'm still willing to take a shot. Uh, I I think if I was going to play anybody like Anthony Santander seems like the guy today, Stevie, I mean, for Baltimore, Uh, at three K he's absolutely my favorite bat based on the pitching profile. Looks like he's in line to send one out of the park for sure.
2: On the Houston side. I mean, I know I keep saying this, but I'm going right back to the well Um, maybe for the third day. Let's see what happens. Um, I mean, yeah, this is a great spot.
3: (laughs) Yeah, man, for sure. You know, you can play him. Similar scenario. Like, Yuli Gurriel is 5,100. He's earned it. Making good contact, hitting the ball this year. Driving in runs. He's earned it. But, you know, Altuve at 58. Gurriel, 51. Alvarez, 6K. Correa, 53. I mean, most of this team is expensive outside of Toro, Straw, and Maldonado. So, you got to pay, which once again – is how we may end up with a little bit of martin perez in our lineups or the 4k guy uh i know i keep mentioning that but this slate is built on the big bats
2: oh houston 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 here we go again here we go again we finish out this slate i forgot that this is a nine game slate because detroit cleveland is on that like doubleheader thing so um, scratch that one off the main slate. But we we finished it out here with Texas at Oakland. Eight total, seven and a half some places. Oakland a 200 favorite. Colby Allard against Chris Bassett. All right, well, let's start here with Allard. Any interest in him going up against Oakland?
3: I have slight interest just because this mid-tier is really weird today. And so there, there's a lot of guys that I'm going to want to fade. But So, yeah, Allard is, is definitely on my list. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, any, any interest, uh, uh, Bassett on the other side, he hasn't been pitching great. And this is a guy that should be like 8,500. That is 10, five. The spots, fine. the spots, fantastic. Um, and we don't have a lot of pitching options on the slate, but I mean, if he gets twenty here, he's not going to win you the slate likely, unless your bats just go bonkers.
3: Yeah, I think I just like him because it's Texas and Texas that these guys, the K rates on this team are astronomical, and so I think that's why I'm in on on uh, on Bassett here. You know, twenty four percent K rate. I mean, he's got you know, if all these guys play low, Garcia, Gallo. So like white, I mean, all these guys are high twenties. So that I think that's what has piqued my interest and in, is giving me, you know, a little a little comfort in, in playing Chris Bassett today.
2: Any interest in the Texas bats?
3: No, I'm I'm taking the full faith on Texas. I, I I like Bassett quite a bit.
2: Um, as far as like the Oakland bats go, I mean, Allard's hittable. This ballpark's not great. There's a lot of spots in the slate that we've already kind of talked about as far as like bats and everything. I mean <sighs> power righties. Chapman obviously would probably be my favorite. Loriano's not a, a bad option. Murphy at catcher. Um, I mean, there's a few options here. And if like if I'm gonna get into that many, then I'm gonna take shots on Matt Olson because Matt Olson is sneaky, sneaky good lefty lefty.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. I'm with you hundred percent. I do like Gallard, but he's not. I, I, it's just because of the price and the slate. So I'm with you. I do like Chapman today. He looks really good. Um, and guess what? So does Olsen, like you talked about. So uh, like, like these guys a lot.
2: All right, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. We'll start with under 8k to get six or more strikeouts. Who's a cheap guy you got to get some strikeouts today?
3: Six or more, man. It's gonna be tough. But honestly, I think I got to go with Peterson against Atlanta, and I don't want to, but he feels like the best shot.
2: Yeah, I mean, can I say none of them? <laughs> like,
3: <laughs>
2: that's how, like, I—that's I, how I truly feel—is um, none of them. But I mean, if I had to take somebody. It would probably be like Gutierrez or Allard since you already took Peterson. Um, Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today?
3: Gosh, so many options. Uh, I think Steven Matz is just the obvious one with the pitch count, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, the pitch count is the biggest thing, and we don't know what the pitch count is, and we likely won't know because usually when they say there's a pitch count, they don't tell us. They don't tell us. (laughs) So. Uh, it's not like, oh, his pitch count's going to be 75. It's his pitch count is whatever I'm feeling it's going to be as I'm watching <laughs> it as a manager and a pitching coach. Um, so, I mean, for me, it's probably Mike Minor in Fenway with some potential weather. Um, over 4K to hit a home run, who do you got?
3: Uh, I, I, there's actually a fair amount of guys that I like today. Um, but I, I'm going to have to go with Jordan Alvarez. And I know that's the obvious play, but I, I'm not buying into to Houston to just not go to smash Matt Harvey on this slate. So I'm going Jordan. It's obvious, but I mean, he, man, such a good spot for him.
2: No, I like it. Um, I'm going to kind of go a little off the board in, in this spot and say Kyle Tucker. Yeah. So, oh, man, Marquez gave up a hit. He had a no-no going through eight. I don't know if you were following him. Wow, or
3: I, I didn't know that. I did yeah. take Marquez over 30 fantasy points on prize picks, though. And Should so... work
2: out. Should oh, work yeah, out.
3: It, it's working out. I played him in
2: DFS. He was pretty low on. Um, yeah. I talked about him a lot on the podcast yesterday. I was hoping that he threw the no-hitter because then you get that, like, bonus. Um, But Woo. hopefully they let him go. He's only at 88 pitches. Get that complete game shutout. Get a a ground ball out of Perez here. Anyway, (laughs) um, under under 4K to get two hits. um, Give me a cheap bet that you're looking at on this slate.
3: Man, I don't want to give you this guy because I also think he's going to sneakily hit a home run. But I'm going to go ahead and give it to you anyway. Anthony Santander, I like him a lot today at 3K. I think he's got home run potential, multi-hit potential. One of my favorite bats in that range, Anthony Santander.
2: All right, I'm gonna go Gary L from Toronto. He's 3700. He's yeah. you know, a guy that hits left-handed pitching well, so I'm gonna take him. Uh, give me a stack to score six or more runs. He just grounded. He just caught a double play as soon as I said that.
3: Oh uh, man, anyway. one pitch. up. Oh, great. I know. Great. Right Don't you run. love it?
2: I do. Oh, um,
3: t- <laughs> stack to score <laughs> six
2: or more. Sorry, I get sidetracked sometimes.
3: It's all right. I'm gonna go with the White Sox. They're, they're my they're my kind of not obvious play. I do like them today against against Ober, and so that, that's where I'm going. It's the non-obvious play, the White Sox for sure.
2: I'm going to follow your non-obvious and say the Atlanta Braves. I do not expect like the Braves it. to be popular here, and um, they're expensive, so I really don't think people are going to play a lot of them. Uh, any bets standing out to you here?
3: Right now, nothing crazy. I mean – I think if I had to take a team total game, I, I almost feel like I take this uh, this Yankees Angels under. And I know that sounds crazy, but I, I believe in Otani to kind of neutralize these Yankee bats, and if the bullpen can neutralize the Angels, I think we could see a game under uh, under nine and a half. So I, I I like I like the under on that game.
2: I mean, I kind of like the Angels. You're getting them at plus 114, plus 118 in some places. Yeah. And, I mean, Otani can pitch well. The Angels can hit Herman. I mean, I don't mind taking a shot on the Angels. There's a couple places you can get the Atlanta Braves at like 135, minus 135. Ooh, I, I that's like juicy. that one. That's so. I, so, So, um, complete game shutout for Marquez. 92 pitches
3: uh well any final thoughts before we get out of here no sir what a slate this is going to be a fun one ladies and gentlemen that's going to wrap it up here
2: for wednesday i had to think about what day it was um we'll be back tomorrow talking some more baseball good luck everyone we'll see you again tomorrow